This week's episode is brought to you by Prime My Body's Recept Oil, a nano-enhanced CBD and CBG oil. And when I say not all hemp oils are the same, I mean it. Recept is the Maserati of hemp oils. This stuff with an absorption rate of 98%. So it really gets into your system fast. Uh, so a few fighters who need to go from sympathetic fight or flight mode to parasympathetic restore and rejuvenate mode. This is the oil for you. Unlike other brands, each batch comes with a certification of analysis and is THC free. So you won't have to worry about testing positive for one of those surprise urine tests. So check out the plant-based oil that is revolutionizing the health industry. And you can, or you can go order a bottle just by going to evolvewmma.com and look under hemp oil. And they also have the nano-enhanced hemp oil, just the, the CBD oil. This is on sale right now, and this one's really, really good. It's, it has a lot of, it has a high, high potency of CBD in it. So welcome to the Evolve WMMA podcast featuring the greatest upcoming female fighters on the planet. They are women who have gone against conventional thinking to pursue their dreams. These fighters inspire, empower, and unleash excellence within a new generation of female warriors as they rise and evolve into the best possible versions of themselves with the power of mixed martial arts. My next guest will be bringing the Flyway Contender Tournament at Invicta FC 35 to a close on Friday, June 7th. UFC veteran Deanna Bennett, who's now 10 and 4, rematches Mexico's Karina Rodriguez, who's 7 and 3, as the promotion's main event. Now, if you remember, the pair met previously at Invicta FC 28, with Bennett edging out Rodriguez by a split decision. Now they will be facing each other again with the flyweight title shot on the line. So back in February, Bennett, to get this, this spot, Bennett defeated Missouri's Miranda Maverick and Rodriguez topped UFC veteran Milana Dudeva in, this, in the tournament's uh, semifinals at Invicta 34 back in February. The winner of the June 7th bout will be the next to challenge Brazilian champion Vanessa Porto. Hey, 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 this is Evolve WMMA. I'm your host, Shelly Devine, and I'd like to welcome back to the show Invicta FC flyweight fighter Deanna, Vitamin D, Bennett. So hi, Deanna, where are you? You're in your car still. I'm like, are you having one of those moments where you can't get to one place? <laughs> I mean, like too many juggling, too many things for fight camp. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, that's, you know, fight camp life, one place to another. This is my home. This is where I live. Every once in a while, I go back to the place which I call my home and mm -hmm. sleep in a bed. But for the most part, this is where I live. Just traveling from, just got done with my technically third session of the day at jiu-jitsu, Ricardo Almeida's, and wow. now traveling back another 45 minutes the other direction to go to my home gym to work with my coach. Wow. That's a lot of driving. Oh my goodness. I didn't realize it was like yeah. you, you were traveling actually 45 minutes. So I, you're, still in, <laughs> you're in New Jersey, right? Yes. I'm in New Jersey. And my day pretty much consists of driving from one end of Jersey to the other end of Jersey. And then I go to the other complete the triangle of Jersey and 
they're just bouncing all over the place and it's great because there's so many gyms that are awesome in this area but you definitely have to drive to it so thankfully I'm comfortable in my car I mean all those years working on an ambulance and driving around all day uh-huh. my driving skills are finally paying off <laughs> <laughs> there you go so you go you know to one gym for maybe Muay Thai or, or some kickboxing and then another gym for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and then another gym for strength training yep pretty much that's what I did this morning so I leave my house about 5 30 in the morning I go to the one gym and I actually teach Monday through Friday so I go to one gym which is my home gym Mm-hmm. Then I go to my strength and today I did that. Then I went to my strength and conditioning gym straight from my strength and conditioning gym. I went to jujitsu and now I start the long haul back to uh, the original gym that I started at today. My, my main gym killer B and to finally get my work in with my coach. So wow. <laughs> the life of a fighter of a professional fighter. I mean, three workouts a day people. So if you want the figure like this girl has, <laughs> three workouts a day and then who knows what your meal plan is like but you probably have a pretty oh, good you know uh, strict diet going on right yep. now as you go into um you know your 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 main event i mean mm. you're are you I, I mean is this your first main event are you is this the first time it you've been is. a main event fight it is my first main event the last time i um i had my title shot for 115 uh cyborg was the main event so cyborg's on the card obviously Right. So, um, yeah, my first time headlining. And so that's extra pressure to make it good. And it's going to be. Wow. How exciting is that? That's so cool. I mean, I, the last time we spoke on, um, you had mentioned, you know, uh, prior to, I think it was that, that title shop, you didn't have, you know, the support that you would have preferred you know, from, oh, yeah. from your, your fight ca- uh, trainer camp um, person that you were involved with at the time. And how, how has this yeah. camp been way different? This camp has been amazing. You know, I, I started working with my head coach, Brian. I know we talked about it last time. I started working with him. It was late August, early September. And he is an absolutely amazing coach. He's been what I've been looking for in a coach my entire fighting career. You know, I've had great coaches help me to this point, but he really, he really gets me mentally. And then as a fighter gets kind of my skills as well and what I need to do to be able to elevate them and to be able to perform at my best ability. And, you know, having him and, you know, all of my teammates and everything here in Jersey, you know, they're, they're amazing. It's, it's basically like a family, you know, we take care of each other. We support each other, you know, always, um, always in each other's corner and it's it's great to have such a, a strong support system within the fighting and you know I have a great great group of friends that that really supports me um, family that they're not close but you know they still they still mm-hmm. support me with with the fighting and everything and then mm-hmm. you know I my work my work's great I work at a I bartend at Ruby Tuesdays and really? I'm super excited yeah so I, I started, I never had a restaurant job, needed something to pay the bills. And so uh-huh. I started as a host and then I was a server. And now I'm a bartender and they're super awesome. And they, they love the fighting. They absolutely love it. And my last fight, they actually put it up on the bar. And some of my bar regulars actually came in and oh, they're, yeah. and they're like, oh, they're going to do that again. And I'm like, yep, they're going to do it again. So they're going to have, um, put my 
fight up on the bar so that nice. everyone can see it up there. And I'm like, that's, that's cool. You know, I like that. <laughs> I so do you, that. that's awesome. Do you get um, many people who actually recognize you behind the bar? Um, not too many, but sometimes I've had people come in and they're like, you look really familiar. <laughs> and I'm like, are you a um, fight fan? <laughs> well, um, do you, did you watch the ultimate fighter? And they're like, usually like, yes. And I was like, cool. You see that one series that, you know, ever Eddie Alvarez was the coach and they're like, yeah. I'm like, do you remember that one fight where Sajara Yue, she fought that one girl and she had that super sweet head kick KO? And they're like, yeah, that fight was awesome. I was like, yeah, if I could remember it, it would be too. And then I just stared at them blankly. And then they're like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> like, oh you're a good sport. You. <laughs> <laughs> you're just, a good sport about that. Sometimes people will just stare at me blankly and I'm like, it's okay. She's my friend. And it was a very well-placed kick. So yeah, <laughs> right? Absolutely yeah. fine. Like, y'all, y'all are good. I promise. So. Oh man, you're a good sport about that. I mean, that's tough getting knocked out on TV, and you know, people are gonna oh, see yeah. you, and yeah, they probably tough. replay it, so you're reliving it. Yeah, you know? yeah. well, last weekend, I just saw Aspen Lad. So every time I went on Instagram, I would look at my story, and it was like all of the teammates and everything, all of our sponsors and everything. They were playing like highlight reels. The UFC put a little highlight reel in. And I, I know I'm going to be part of her highlight reel. And so I was just like, and there's me getting knocked out. And there it is again. 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 I'm like, guys, does everyone have to be playing that? And I'm like, all right, fine. I mean, it's good. It's good. I'm happy for her. So I'll, I'll let them replay that. <laughs> so, I mean, you can't let it bother. Obviously, it bothered me when it happened to mm -hmm. the point where I was like, you know, I was sad that the competition was over for me. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I've said it before and I'll say it again, you know, Sarge is, you know, a really good friend, you know, that's mm -hmm. my girl. And I, if anyone had to take me out like that, I'm, I'm glad it was her because, you know, I want nothing but success for her and everything. Cause love her to death, you know, we yeah, roommates up until just not too long ago. Right. Right. She's doing quite well. She oh yeah. Well. She's great. Yeah. She's yeah. got fight of the night. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that's awesome. I mean, that, that's a, I mean, you're, you're, like I said, you're a really good sport about it. the years, a uh, few years back, uh, Peggy Morgan from up here got knocked out. I can't remember who knocked her out, but her face blew up. Oh and yeah. I remember it was that. like superficial, but she was like, she was like, oh man, you know, like, um, every time they show that, you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, I remember that card. You know, and I'm like, well, they remember you. <laughs> you know? Exactly. You're like, well, I mean, you're. It's, you you gotta, have that memory. <laughs> yeah, right. Not a fond memory, but uh, she was she was actually yeah. a really good sport about it too. But uh, it, that's a tough that's a tough thing to take though. Like, especially even a head kick. I've I've gotten kicked in the head before. I mean, did it hurt afterwards? Were you like, holy crap, my head? Yeah. Is, I, I, I. I mean, I'm okay with it as long as I stay conscious. That one I didn't quite stay conscious, but I'm yeah. like, I mean, let's just just maybe minimize the head kick. Maybe yeah. maybe that's that on my end. Yeah. Internal reflection on that one. Right, right, right. <laughs> maybe possibly.
So you must be getting really excited. I mean, you're two weeks out before your fight. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how you feeling? I, I feel great. You know, you have your wear and tear from the fight camp and, uh-huh. you know, you're pushing yourself. And so I'm constantly exhausted mm-hmm. outside of the gym. You know, I put everything that I have into my training mm-hmm. and I my basically my heart, my soul, my everything is in fighting and is in my training because I, I want to put on a good show. I want to be my best. I feel mm-hmm. better than I have basically my entire career. You know, I feel like I'm, I'm peaking at this point and I, I love it. And so it's exciting to be able to, to, you know, be the main event and to be, have this show. And I, I can't wait to show what I have to everybody and to, to really um, compete in there to the best of my ability. And, you know, obviously it's a little nerve wracking and (laughs) I'm, uh, um, you got those nerves still and mm-hmm. you know, the aches and pains and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, it's, it's going to be good. I, I couldn't be more happy with mm-hmm. where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. How do you, um, how do you deal with like the nerves, like kind of the, the ebb and flow of your nerve? Like, you know, sometimes you feel like, Oh shit, you know, like coming up fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, wow, I, have that here. Awesome. I mean, I fought, what was it in Mar- February or whatever? Like, you know, you're I mean, yeah, February semifinals for, or for this or whatever. Yeah. Quarterfinals. That's and- actually kind of nice having a fight. So, so soon. Cause I, you know, the worst thing for me is having fights spread out so far. Like if I have them in quick succession, that helps me out. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. I, I did this. I did this rather recently. Whereas I swear one, one month in the fight game is like a year in my book. It's like, I remember this one time I got into the cage. They're like, yeah, that was like two months ago. And I was like, but it feels like forever. And it feels <laughs> like it's the first time I've ever gotten to the cage. And it's just funny because this is going to be my 16th pro fight, which is crazy to think that crazy that this is going to be 16 for me. Yeah, I, I never knew I would make it that far, but you know, I think I still have the same nerves and I still, you know, am anxious to get in there just like I was in my very first pro fight. And you know, I, I wouldn't want to change that for the life of me. I feel like the the moment that I don't have those nerves and I don't have that anxiousness, then that's going to be some some personal reflection I have to make at that point. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like it, it keeps me sharp. And, you know, I've said it before, I, I've played hockey my whole life um, since I was a kid. And I, uh, um, I still have nerves every time even I go play a drop-in hockey. Really? So wow. Yeah. 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 That's well, are you playing with the boys still or is it a, is it oh, yeah. a co-ed? Always. The boys. Not, it's always with the boys. Yeah. It's more fun that way. Yep. That way I can hit them and they don't get too nervous or, <laughs> yeah. or anything like that. So it's more fun. You know, was it you yeah. that, did you used to play water polo too? Uh-huh. That's how I, did, got into I was just interviewing a newcomer who's going to be on the same fight card. They'll be the, probably the first fight is Valerie Wong. And she, 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 and I, I was thinking it was Brianna Van Buren because that was the last person I talked to, um, doing an interview with. And I was thinking it was her that did water polo, but it was you. Yep. And I'm, like, I'm like, 
how does water polo translate <laughs> into MMA fighter? And then yep. I just went like, well, you're trying to drown the other person. <laughs> I feel okay. like, well, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and all that. Uh -huh. It's like jiu-jitsu in the water. There you go. Well, it's, if you think about it, I mean, for me, if I never did water polo, I probably wouldn't be a pro fighter because the, one of the assistant coaches in the water polo team was an assistant coach for the wrestling team. Oh. And they recruited me into it after water polo season ended. They're like, hey, wrestling season's next. You should, you should give it a try. And I was like, I mean, I never thought about it, but, you know, sure, why not? <laughs> and that, that right there was the beginning of my uh, fight. Yeah, I just didn't know it, but those events are what led to me eventually taking the fight. So, Do you ever hear from any of those coaches? Do you ever hear, like, get a note or, or like, uh, a shout-out or, you know, on Facebook well, I haven't heard from the coaches. Uh, I, not the coaches, but there's a lot of the guys that I wrestled with that, you know, they still follow my fight career to this day. You mm -hmm. know, it's it was so great because a lot of the times you sometimes – at the beginning part when girls were just starting to wrestle mm. you hear these like horror stories where like the guys didn't want you on the team they treated right. you badly mm -hmm. and and stuff like that but that was never my experience I mean I had one kid that would like to pin me down and fart on me basically mm -hmm. to start every practice <laughs> yeah. but I'm like smell what the rock's not cooking <laughs> yeah exactly I was like all right um I'll take that as a term of endearment because if you didn't want me there, you wouldn't do that. You would just ignore me. Uh, no, but they're, they're super great. They, you know, still support my fighting. You know, I get messages from them. I know they watch the fights and it's super awesome to, to have that lasting effect. I won't say how many years later, but many, many, many years later. And it, it's pretty cool. I would love to talk to the coaches that I, that I had wrestling, you know, touch base with them. I don't know if they're on Facebook or not. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll hunt them down. Yeah, because, you know, you wonder, you wonder, you know, who's likely to succeed, you know, back in high school and stuff. Who oh, yeah. Who's most likely to succeed and in what, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. I mean, did you ever see yourself, I mean, like, you know, 10 years ago, what would you tell yourself, you know, 10 years ago, you know, being where you are now? What would you, what would you say to yourself as a young girl coming up? I honestly, I never imagined it. I never imagined it. I, I joined a kickboxing gym just to stay in shape. And then it just snowballed from there. Because mm -hmm. I was a pudgy little fat kid. You know, I was, before I started wrestling in high school, I was 190 pounds. And then, you know, just playing hockey right after, after high school. Um, you know, I put a little bit more weight on, but not, not too much, but mm -hmm. I was walking around and I'm like, all right, I need to work out. I need to be healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be a better athlete, better hockey player. So mm -hmm. I, um, just joined the gym and you know, it, it went from there. And I thinking back to the person that I was 10 years ago, I'm a lot, I'm a lot different. You know, obviously mm -hmm. I'm, I'm the same person. Um, but I've, I've actually grown so much since then. I was, I was doing EMT stuff 10 years ago. Um, mm. That was what I love. I love that yeah. job. I will go back to that eventually. Yeah. I, I love being able to help people in that aspect, whether I'm on the ambulance or in the mm -hmm. ER. You know, mm -hmm. that's, that's great. That's what I want. Mm -hmm. But I, going from there to where I'm now, I'm like, I never figured I'd be a pro fighter. 
Yeah, right. So, you know, any of the, you know, like when you're a young girl and you said you were a chubby kid and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, like dealing with all your peers and then, you know, going into playing sports or doing this or that, what would you, you know, like, you know, when you're, I think, you know, I was just talking to a client of mine and he's got two, two young um, high school girls that do track, say, and, and they, and, at that, you know, 16, 17 or whatever, if anything goes wrong, everything's the end of the world. That's what he was saying. Oh, yeah. So if knowing what you know now and where you're at now, what would you tell yourself? And this will relate to a lot of young girls that are coming up now. What would you tell yourself? You know, like, you know, a little advice, you know, like what would you say to yourself, you know, if you were mothering that, that, that teenage self of yours? Um, number one thing I would tell myself is take a deep breath, calm down. Things will work themselves out if you work hard enough. Like I, I was, I, I wouldn't say I was that much more emotional back then, but I mean, it, it fits. I was one of those that was just like, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. And I was just, you know, moody all the time. And I was just like sad all the time. And, mm. you know, just trying to figure out my place in the world. And I'm like, all right, something, you know, something like you said, something wouldn't go my way. And I'd be like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. This is just <laughs> terrible. Just having that like negative mindset mm -hmm. that, um, and then just doing stuff because I had to, not because I wanted to, but because I had to, I'm like, all right, I guess I better do this if I have to. And I think that's the biggest thing that the biggest change that I've had from then to now is that, you know, people all the time, they're like, I get called smiley at work. They're like, Oh, Hey, smiley. How's it going? Like I'll have customers that will come in. They're like, you're just so happy all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I mean, I have no reason to be unhappy. I, yeah, I have some bad days. Yeah, sometimes things don't go my way. But mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm alive. I'm living the life that I want. You know, I have, I have what I need to survive. And I know that I, I can do the things that I want to. You know, mm -hmm. I don't understand. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't just be happy. Like, it's so much there's so much weight lifted off of you mm -hmm. when you decide to, because mm -hmm. a lot of the times it's a decision. You know, I see these people that are just miserable and cranky and awful. I'm like, mm -hmm. I, I couldn't imagine living that way anymore. Like I remember, I remember being that moody little kid, you know, I was the Eeyore that was like, okay, <laughs> I don't know. Just moping around, just always miserable. Yeah. And, it's like once you reach that point and reach, you know, you see the world for what it is and see mm -hmm. the possibilities that you have and, mm -hmm. you know, you have ambition, you have goals that you work towards. Once you have that, you know, things fall into place and mm -hmm. you just choose to be happy. Mm. Mm. That's great. It's great to see, um, you know, you talk about how you were earlier on and then how your life has evolved with, with your martial arts training, getting involved in, in the things that you've discovered along the way that you, you ended up, wow, I love this. I can't believe this is who I am, you know, and, mm -hmm. and discovering who you are as a person and what really resonates with you. And I think very many fighters, 
you know, I, they might not, they, they might not have seen it in themselves, but I think it's got to stand out from a very early age that oh, you yeah. had like, you know, some aggressive tendencies and they needed to be worked out, so to speak. And these are the activities that we need to, you know, rear you into doing, you know, like and in, in position you into doing where, you know, maybe a, you know, a kid that's, you know, a nerd, geeky scientist or something like that, they might be going into a completely other, you know, direction. And it's cool mm -hmm. that females um, are now, you know, have the capability to go into sports and, and go into sports that are, have been predominantly male dominated. And I really feel like this has been more of your generation um, coming up a little bit before that, but has really, you know, gotten to take advantage of, of these opportunities now. And it's just, it, 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 it amazes me that it's happening now that you guys, I mean, like you're, you're, you're on, you know, you're in a promotion with all female fighters that's on, you know, UFC fight pass and you're the main event. Did you get it or no? Did I lose you? Technical difficulties. <laughs> I got a phone call. Okay. Muted again. That's okay. That's Where all right. It's just me blabbing. Well, there you are. Hold on. <laughs> well, I love it. Let me send a message really fast to the person that texted me. Sorry, one second. Ah! Multitasking. <laughs> always, always. Well, it's so good that we have this technology now to be able to do this and, and communicate, even with you. Being I know. Honest. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, it's great that, you know, you're on the road and, and we're able to do this now. This is awesome. And people get to experience a little bit of what your, you, you know, your day is like, I mean, you're in the car a lot too. So, how, I mean, do you get like really achy from sitting in the car for 45 minutes, you know, from place to place, place you must get like. I get, I get anxious. I just like, like, I need, I need to get out of the car. I need to do something. I need to run away. I need to do anything. So. Yeah. yeah. Are you yeah. an aggressive I, driver? Um, I never used to be. So, you know, in California, I like to say that it's, I like to keep where I'm going. And that California drivers, they, people say it's crazy because they'll just like zip in and out. But, you know, we're just trying to get where we're going. And that's what it is here. And then it's a whole nother level of aggression when you're in Jersey or New York. Like, mm. it's a... Uh, it's a rough one because you're just like, why is everyone so angry? Why is everybody like honking? What is this? And then the other day I was driving somewhere and the light changed and the person in front of me didn't move. And, and then just sat there and the light, like where I was second in the row trying to make this left-hand turn. And then they didn't move long enough that the light turned yellow. And I'm just like laying on my horn at that point, And I'm like, no, I'm one of them now. I belong in Jersey. I'm honking, but I was like, I I made it through that intersection, and I like to maintain that I did not run the red light because it was still yellow. But I was like, this guy was gonna make me miss it, and that's frustrating. I feel like that's a reasonable one. It wasn't like two seconds, and then right. I. 
We're talking. Uh, I, I have such a, a, a sailor's potty mouth when I'm driving. Like I, I, I drive back and forth into Boston. Although I do, I, I travel at different, um, at probably the less uh, trafficy times. But nice. I, I'm telling you, if if I got an idiot in front of me, if I had like bazookas on the front of my car, I would be. It would be an asteroids game or something. I'd be blowing shit up. Over the top, I'd be like, pew, 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 you know, like blowing, get out of my way, get out of like, my way. It's really bad. I wish I was like the real life Mario Kart, and I'm like, all right, where's my blue shell? I need the blue shell right now, not just the green shell. We're making sure it's a blue shell, and we're hitting that right out of the water right there. So, oh my god, I'm so bad. I, yeah, I get really, really kind of, and, and now to curb that, what I will do is I'll start listening um, to podcasts on, you know, so I'm not, like, if I have really yes. good music playing, it's worse, because <laughs> then I'm like, woohoo, you know, like, here we go, uh, but if I grab podcasts, but yeah, that's, when you're driving, you got to contend with, um, have you ever gotten into any barroom brawls or anything seen as now you're, you know, like a, 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 bar, a bar, bartender? No, thankfully not. People, it's been uh, rather mellow. We had to kick one guy out of the bar, but he went willingly. Thankfully, it was five, and I was like, all right. I realize y'all have me as like the bouncer slash bartender here, but <laughs> yeah, this guy's I mean. literally twice as tall as I am. But he went willingly, so <laughs> that's good. But yeah, thankfully, thankfully not. If it ever went down, I'd be like, all right, I got this. But yeah, right? yeah we'll see what happens from there. I know. It's kind of funny because, I mean, how tall are you? Uh, like five, four and a half, something around yeah, there. So you're not like, you know, you're, you're, tiny girl <laughs> yeah I feel like a midget I, half the time I I, I could I, this this is like I love to be a fly on a wall she you're bartending and you get some like obnoxious little you know whatever and you gotta like bounce them out of there is it love that love that like this is this is me where I'm just gonna have to outside and like you can go willingly or I will probably put you on the shoulder you out so Totally, totally. Oh my gosh. So how are you, how, how are you maintaining your balance uh, between working, you know, hard in the gym, all these, you know, training sessions per day and recovering? How do you maintain that? Oh gosh. Um, it's a, uh, it's a big struggle. <laughs> um, you know, I, I have a, uh, my chiropractor sports rehab people you know they they help to thrive spine and sports rehab i'm actually going to go see them right after i work with my coach here soon ah and my coach is like where are you um but yeah i'm gonna go see them they've really helped me with the recovery and then you know i always i don't usually schedule a workout for Sunday morning. That's mm -hmm. my day where I can sleep in and by sleep in, I mean, I'm awake, wide awake at 7am cause mm -hmm. I'm up at five every other day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like 7am, woo, every sleeping in by, mm -hmm. you know, just to kind of relax. Usually I'll go for just a run. Um, just, uh, 
decompress and everything and let my body recover and you know it's it's hard because well, like, I want to be in the gym every day I want to be doing everything that I can and you know my coach sometimes is like dude you have to you have to like rest now or kill everything choke everything punch everything and he's like all right calm down there uh he always jokes that I have like multiple personalities and he's like all right Penelope you got to calm hell down, Penelope, because Penelope is the real bitch of the group and gets a little crazy from time to time. So the time I'm like, ah, he's like, Penelope, stop it. And I'm like, sorry, I'll calm her down. I guess so. You tell me to. I think all of us ladies, I think all of us women have those, those, uh, you know, little split personalities here and there that come out every now and then, depending on what you're oh, doing. Man. You know, it's emotions, whatever, and 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 what what you're working on. Yeah, they come out. Yep. Probably have a little bit of an actress. In you or what was that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't. Let's <laughs> get into that. Harness yeah. in these crazies and let. <laughs> So do you have any pre-fight rituals? Like uh, some, some fighters like to knit. I've heard that. Um, any, or like a movie or music that you have to listen to or how you have your hair done. Do you have any pre-fight rituals that you do? So fight week, the whole self, I always watch Food Network. And in particular, I'm always watching Man vs. Food. Not the recent ones. The old ones out of Richmond. Love wow. him. Love him to death. Okay. I I always watch Man vs. I actually, um, I tagged him in one of my Instagram stories. And it was like the highlight of my day. Because he actually responded to it. And I was like, oh, my life is complete. This is the most <laughs> wonderful thing ever. Like, you're amazing. I love you to death. But usually I watch him, Man vs. Like, all fight week. And, mm-hmm. you know tag him again because I think he's fabulous and I'm like one day I'll meet you I'll probably be really creepy but one day I'll meet him so hopefully not for his sake because I tend to pet people's faces and have no personal <laughs> space boundaries and that kind of stuff so I'm like maybe for his sake stay stay over in New York or this way um and then uh while I'm cutting weight I love watching I know it's I watch Les Mis while I'm cutting weight <laughs> always i'm like they're miserable so am i i'm gonna <laughs> sing here and sing my show tunes I'm like they're like see really really diana and i'm like yeah i'm gonna sit in this tub and i'm gonna sing i dreamed a dream just like pantina singing it over there in that movie there <laughs> but that's yeah i'm also like i said giant 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 nerd over here and then it I like to keep my mind activated and I, you know, I always have to, the night of after weigh-ins, once we do the ceremonial ones and afterwards, I like to take my, my coaches, my corners out for like a nice, a nice meal all together. Mm-hmm. Usually treat them to somewhere mm-hmm. uh, decent just cause you know, they spend so much time with me and it's kind of like, all right, this is the, the last meal before the war and yeah. the thing. And you know, fight day, I just try and, not freak out have my little shake out in the morning try and get like mentally activated into it and then 
a million times. I tell like, coach, am I ready for this? Coach, am I ready for this? And he's like, yes, you're ready for this. So I'm like, all right. And then five minutes later, hey, coach, am I ready for this? And he's like, about this. like mom, like, you know, it's my process. Mama. Like, mama. that's what I do. Oh, 100%. Mom, 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 mama, mama, mother, mother, mother. Instead, it's coach, 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 coach. Coach, 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 coach. And he's like, what do you want from me? Hi. (laughs) And then I run away. And then it's like, are we there yet? (laughs) There was a time he's like, why are you so weird? Why is there so awkward? And it's just funny. Like he, him and my manager are pretty good friends. And they apparently asked him like, is she as weird as she comes out to be? Like, she is, like, strange. And he's like, no, she's ten times worse. She's the weirdest person I've ever met. And I'm like, coach, just because every once in a while I tell you about my poos doesn't mean that I'm a weird person. Sometimes <laughs> I just give my friends extra information. And he's like, why? Why are you telling me this? And I'm like, see, this is how I knew on the show Barb Honchak was one of my people. Because mm-hmm. me and her used to have lots. I think I told you this. Like, when uh, I had on Ultimate Fighter, I went and used the restroom and I had a poo that looked exactly like the dark mark from Harry Potter. I was like, <laughs> Barb, where's Barb? And I found her, so I'm like, oh, so I had to flush it. Like, then I finally found her, like, Barb, that looked just like dark mark. And she's like, <gasps> It's still there, and I was like, "No, it's not." And I don't—I couldn't even have my phone to take a picture of it. And she's like, "Man, like," and that was the day that I found out that my colon was a Death Eater. <laughs> I don't know why I talk about poo sometimes. Oh, well, you know, in other cultures they do but, a lot, and the way you eliminate is your your digestive system and if it's healthy or not and if you know they they kind of you know yeah you should be concerned about that because as you age if it doesn't come out well and easy and you're backed up and other sorts of problems it causes lots of that could be bad going on with the body so i don't know it's kind of like i mean not to, you know like yeah when i work People don't want to talk about our sex, finances, and maybe poo. Maybe we should be talking about them all. I don't know. I mean, I'll talk about any and everything, so maybe, I don't know. But speaking of being backed up, when I worked in the ER, one of my, I was an ER tech working as the EMT there, and I will never, 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 never be able to look at molasses the same way because... (laughs) We had to it was impacted and they filled up a 50 cc syringe, half milk and half molasses. And I was like, oh. I'm like, mm, that looks tasty, milk and molasses. And they're like, mm, probably not. And then they proceeded to shoot it up the old person's back end and like, all right, hold it as long as you can. Deanna, your job, sit here, make sure they make it to the bathroom. Let me tell you, instant enema. They usually never made it. And I was like, what's the thing? Why is this happening? Yeah, (laughs) about that. Christmas cookie making, people bring out the molasses. And I was like, no, no, not again. (laughs) But it's all good. 
That's one thing with um, working in that profession. You see a lot, like a lot of more than I could even begin to explain right now. <laughs> yeah, and and you must have. I mean, you have a really good um, idea of what happens with the human body as it as it. You know, I mean, like when people are, you know, ill or if they're on their way out you know dying and stuff and or or in an accident or all that sort of stuff so i mean when you when you were working in that i mean now you're you're a fighter so how do you i mean mentally and stuff it's like what's the there there must be some form of uh, that you have an appreciation for life in a different way and you see things in a different way than say the normal person i'm i'm not one that's going to be like going down the road and like oh i'll call 911 but i'm not going to be assisting and helping like you know oh yeah no it's uh it gives you a really good appreciation and it's also it it gives me a little bit of worry cuz i'm like anything can happen freak accidents craziest things that you could never imagine like somebody got hurt doing i'm like how is this even possible um but yeah it's like the craziest things that can happen will happen and you know i just people are always like oh deanna why are you why are you going so slow like mountain biking you're like oh you're going so slow oh, phone might die and then four percent it just told me it's not gonna charge anymore. Ah! Um I know. Ah, we might end up ending shortly. Okay. <laughs> All right, well if she blinks out, so, you know why, because battery's going, you know, technical difficulties, battery's not charging. So I mean, I guess it puts you in a, a in not a too hot. Of, it puts you in a place of being in the moment. Oh yeah, definitely. It gives you a good appreciation. And you know, that was, it was one of the things, you know, worst moment of my life was when my dad passed away, but it actually gave me clarity on, on life and kind of what I'm doing with myself. And, you know, that was the moment where I decided that, you know, I'm going to do the things that I want to, and I'm going to do the things that bring me joy. Cause you never know how much time you have left, honestly. You know, things can, things can end so quickly. I never, my dad got sick and he was gone three months later. He was in perfect health and he was always the handyman doing everything himself. And then he was gone. And, you know, that's what brought me to the spot where I was working like my 60 hours a week at my job. And I was like, you know what? No, it's not worth it. I focused on fighting and everything, you know, went up from there and up ultimate fighter shortly afterwards and and that kind of stuff and so is a uh, you know those death and those type of moments seeing what people going through with the grief and everything it, it puts a life in perspective and i'm glad of where i'm at now yeah yeah i i mean you see life as is being finite so it's like you want to make the most of it oh yeah completely yeah yeah so, um, seeing as how your battery's going to go and you, you must, I mean, you probably haven't even eaten yet. Have you today? <laughs> no, I'm quite hungry. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I yeah. want food real bad. <laughs> All right. So, 
Do you have, um, you know, can you remind fans where they can find you on social media and then um, a little shout out maybe to your, your opponent, Karina Rodriguez? Of course. Um, I made it easy on Twitter, Instagram, I believe Facebook as well. It's Deanna D. Bennett, D for my middle initial or for vitamin D if you want to go with my fight name. Uh, Deanna D. Bennett and... Um, I post random stuff and try and interact as much as possible and hopefully y'all are okay with my sort of awkwardness because that's what I do. That's what I do. Uh, you know, with Karina, I'm excited to go inside and, and throw again in the cage. You know, Karina, you're a tough opponent and, uh, you know, the first fight was a little bit of a war and second fight, I know she's coming hungry going to be a good one. I can't wait to see her in there. Yeah, I can't wait to see this. I think it's going to be a major battle. Um, how do you feel like you pair up? Because she's more striking and stuff. How do you feel like you're going to... If you... Um, I think, you know, I, I feel like they just see me as a wrestler, but I've been working on my hands and I've been working on being a full-fledged, you know, martial artist. And so, you know, her boxing is her forte, definitely. And I just have to be prepared for that and then be able to, uh, you know, monopolize my strengths, honestly. Cool. So remember, and for the listeners, remember to check out UFC Fight Pass on, on June 7th in Victor FC 35, where Deanna Bennett will be facing Karina Rodriguez um, in the main event for a chance to fight actually champ uh what's her name oh what's her name <laughs> vanessa porto <laughs> so yeah so that's gonna be love it can't wait to see this so i want to thank you again for coming it's gonna be a good one everyone thank you for having me. it's great talking to you sorry my phone decided it wanted to not live anymore Okay. <laughs> Struggling and, a little bit. Go and feed your body, and um, uh, your and good luck with the remainder of your fight camp. And I'll I'll look forward to seeing you. Um, Thank you. Perform <laughs> in two weeks. I look forward to getting in there. So thank you again. Thank I'll you. I'll see you next time. <laughs> All right. Take care, Deanna. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. like to thank Deanna Bennett for being on the show and if you'd like to learn more about her check out our previous interview it was episode 54 Deanna Bennett in Victor FC flyweight semifinal contender where she shares her feelings on loneliness and forgoing personal relationships to follow her dreams she will be fighting once again June 7th at Invicta FC 35 against Karina Rodriguez for a title shot against Brazilian champion like what you heard today and are eager to hear more never miss an episode from evolve wmma with me shelly divine by remembering to subscribe or download on itunes um, you can listen while doing other things so you can find us at automatic shout engine and spotify at evolve women's mma or if you prefer to watch you can find a new episode on youtube at women's mma 
So thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed the show, um, please leave a review because it helps people find the show. And on that review, mention Deanne Bennett and you know how she inspired and motivated you. You can follow us also at facebook.com backslash I love WMMA. This is Shelly Devine. Until next time, thanks for listening.